This morning's reading is taken from Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Uh, so this morning uh, we're continuing. Prospers, either in their gifts as a great sports person or if they're a great business person, a great thinker, they're, they're someone that is blessed by God. Uh, someone prospers uh, and amasses great wealth. There's someone who is blessed by God. Greatness is a product in this life of being blessed by God. And, and so if we experience anything great, we offer blessing that is praise back to God as a sign of where it has come from. Uh, Genesis uh, 12, looking at verses 1 and 3, uh, God says, I will uh, show you, and, and then he talks about the blessing, and then he says, you will be a blessing. So as we experience greatness in life, uh, as we prosper as his people, as we thrive in this world, uh, we pass on the blessing that we experience. The, the fact that we experience blessing in life is not for us to hold to ourselves, it's so that we can share it with others. The, the person that is really good at something is not really good just to do the thing, but to share uh, both the product of what they do and how they do what they do with others. That as uh, we experience in life, we, we pass on uh, that experience of blessing. Because uh, the purpose of God is that uh, all people will be blessed through you. So we're meant to be, as God's people, ones who recognize his blessing. We should be set apart and, and at some level be specially blessed. We are called to be people that pass on God's blessing on earth. Uh, when someone holds blessing to themselves, uh, they, they usually grow old and, and bitter because they're not living out their design. So the design of being blessed by God is that you pass it on. And what you find as you pass on blessing is you experience joy. As you overflow from what God has sown within you, you experience joy. And so if you want to know joy in life, examine what God has given you and pass it on. Because joy is found in passing on uh, what we've been blessed with by God. Uh, it's, it's kind of something that you don't know about until you do. Uh, so some people will say, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be more generous uh, when I feel convicted to be more generous. <laughs> it doesn't happen that way. We're, when we're generous with our, our gifts, our talents, our time, and we see the product of that, we want to be more generous. It's taste and see. Taste and see that the Lord is good, but taste and see that his way of living is also good as well. Uh, so to experience blessing is to experience a greatness in life as a result 
of his favor uh, towards us, uh, to give praise or to ascribe worth. So uh, blessing is something we get uh, to experience greatness in life as a result of his favor, but it's also to uh, give praise or to ascribe worth. Uh, we give blessings to God because we give praise to him. We, we ascribe his worth through the words that we offer up to him in worship. And wasn't it lovely to have the, the band? How, how about you put your hands together to thank them? <laughs> we're, we, we are blessed and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure they feel blessed in the sharing of their gifts with us. Uh, so to give praise or to ascribe worth, uh, that's not just something that we do to God. We, we give praise to people. And so the word uh, eulogy uh, comes uh, from the word to give high praise. Uh, at funerals, we give high praise to a person that has passed on. But in life, uh, where we can also give high praise to someone that is still with us. Uh, so we can offer blessing. Uh, to experience blessing is to be filled with strength for a purpose. Uh, see, in life when someone's not thriving, part of the, the nature of what they've experienced in life is that they have not been blessed, that uh, they've not uh, got an understanding of their worth, not a strength in their identity, not a fullness in who they are. So when we experience a blessing given to us by others or we give it to someone else, uh, they experience what it means to be filled with strength and purpose. In uh, Jewish families, uh, every Friday night, uh, the, the pattern, uh, and it may not happen in Jewish families today, was for, for the father of the house to go around and to lay his hands on each of his children and say, you are going to be a blessing to the world. You are made for greatness. And they would bless them in, in what God had called them to do and bless them to prosper in life, to build and to grow and to be a blessing to others. It's when you look around the world, no accident that the Jewish people of all people are far more successful than others. Why is that? Because kids in those families grow up believing that they are called to greatness because it's declared over them from when they are really young. Now, in my family, <laughs> we're a typical Australian family. We're really good at cutting people down and making jokes of people and not great at, at, at saying words of high praise or blessing. But that's what we're called to do. Uh, in, and it's a command. <laughs> uh, if you're young, uh, you can say to someone old, you are commanded by God uh, to bless me. <laughs> the, the Lord says to Moses, uh, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. 
So blessing is not just something that uh, we do when we offer praise to God, uh, and it's not just something uh, that, that we say uh, to like others just lightly. We believe that as we put God's name, as we say the Lord bless this person, that the Lord will be the person who blesses them, that the Lord uh, will uh, build uh, security, the Lord keep you. Uh, so security of identity is formed uh, in children uh, through parents, <laughs> primarily growing up. As parents speak words of life that enable identity to form and grow, and uh, quite often fathers are the ones with a, a significant amount of power to speak these words of life and identity into children. Uh, it's a way that, that God has ordered things in, in life. And when kids grow up without dads, they struggle with identity. And it's proven in crime statistics around the world. Uh, so the, the Lord keep you. Uh, so we're, we're blessed with security. Uh, the Lord uh, be gracious to you. We're blessed with favor. And the Lord's face be towards you. What, what does it mean when the Lord's face is towards us? It means that we experience intimacy with him. That we're designed for intimacy with him. So, so the purpose of blessing is that we would feel secure, that we know his favor, that we would walk in intimacy with God. See, if you want to walk in the greatness that God has designed for you, you can't do it apart from him. There's people that walk in greatness in this world, but it, unless they walk with God, they'll never fully discover the greatness that they're actually called to. They will do great things, but apart from God, it'll be a portion of the greatness that he has prepared for them. So you want to walk in greatness, you, you need to walk with God. So who gets to bless now? So it was the priest that, that, that did the blessing uh, in the past. Who gets to bless now? Well, you are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. Ephesians talks about uh, my role in the church. My role is to teach and equip you uh, for the work of ministry. We are a priesthood. We are all a priesthood of believers. That, is, that means that we all carry the authority that's given to us by Jesus to bless others, to be a blessing. That is, I'm not closer to God than you. I'm just, I have some things in my hand that God has blessed me with that I'm handing on to you so that all that I have, at the end of my time here, all that I have, I hope you have. And so my purpose is to equip you for the priestly ministry that all believers are called to. We get to bless uh, who do we bless? Uh, Luke 6.28, bless even those who curse you. So as followers of Jesus, we're called to be a blessing to the, the least, to the greatest in this world. Not just to look for the people that we like, but to look for the people that aren't experiencing favor, that are experiencing suffering and, and are outcast and Bless them. And what we do when we bless them, what, what happens? We put a marker there and we say, God, work there. God, work in this person. God, bring your favor here. 
Uh, so so how, how do we live this out? Well, I, I, it's something that I would live out day to day. I, I don't think without a Jewish heritage uh, that we fully understand this concept of blessing, that concept that every Friday night that the, the dad would put his hands on, on the children and they were, the family would speak blessings over them. I don't think without that heritage we fully understand uh, the concept. So it can feel awkward for us moving to a place of understanding it. But for me, it's as simple as when I'm walking my kids to school, uh, I say, Lord, bless Hamish in his friendships today. Bless him in his learning. Bless him to thrive in his understanding and growth. And I just speak those words. It doesn't need to be like a, a holy huddle moment. Eyes open, walking down, I just stick my hand on them and, and say, Lord, bless you. The Lord has blessed you, Hamish. The Lord has blessed you, Holly, to do great things in this world. I pray that he'll bless you to discover them. And so we are called to speak words of blessing. So, so when, when should you bless? All the time, every opportunity, but particularly at key transition points in life, at uh, conception, at birth, at, at puberty, at uh, coming into uh, finishing school, uh, different moments in school, uh, at marriage, uh, and at death. So the eulogy in our culture is just something that we give when someone has passed. But God gives us this great opportunity to speak words of blessing while someone is still here. And for most of us, that can feel really awkward. But when you receive blessing from someone, it fills you with strength for purpose. When someone speaks words over you that describe how God has made you and who he's called you to be. It lifts you up into the fullness. And so we're called to speak blessings in life. So, so how should you bless? Let, let me give you some, some really simple things. You're sharing in God's delight for someone. Uh, so you're blessing who they are before they even do something. Who are they? Bless that. Uh, think about their, uh, bless them in their, in their nationality, where they come from, their, their roots. Uh, so bless who they are uh, as, a, as a man or as a woman, as a girl or as a boy. Uh, bless who they are as someone that is musical or artistic, who's mathematical or scientific. Bless them in who they are, just how God has wired that person. Celebrate it, delight in them with God. Bless their calling and purpose. Now, you may not fully know who that, that is, and sometimes as you speak words of blessing, God gives clarity through that, but bless them in what they're, they're doing at the moment. Bless them as a student. Bless them as a worker. Bless them as a, as a grandmother, as a grandfather, as a mother, as a father. Bless them, and in doing so, speak God's blessing. And... Sometimes we can just grab blessings from the Bible and just speak them straight over someone. We, we don't need to create something, but it also is helpful to speak words uh, where we give high praise to someone in life. So it's, it's raining, it's wet, it's cold outside, it's warm, it's lovely, there's food afterwards here. I've got you trapped. <laughs> <laughs> And because I've got you trapped, uh, I, 
I would love for you to find uh, one or two people around you. And what we are going to do is a little activity. You're going to speak a word of blessing. And it can be as simple as this. I bless you as I bless UK as a child of God. So Christian identity. And may I, I, I bless you. Uh, Peter is an electrician. <laughs> That's part of his, his wives, uh, no pun intended. Um, maybe if you don't know the person so well, uh, they could tell you something about them. Bless them in their nationality. I, I, I bless you as a, and name their country of origin, their, their heritage. That's really significant and, you know, we've seen it in our country as Aboriginal people have their heritage acknowledged. It's significant. So I bless you, their name, as a... So that's our first activity. It's not a silent activity. I'm going to give you about five minutes to to have a go. And when you do it, uh, when you speak a blessing to someone, look them in the eye. If you know them, put your hand on their shoulder and speak those words. The next task, uh, does anyone want to comment on how they went or? I can feel really awkward. But once we stop being awkward about giving blessing and receiving blessing, it's really good. It's partly because I'm an extra, and, and, and so uh, sometimes we need to be thoughtful of the people uh, that we're doing it with, because uh, people are more open to receiving blessing from certain people and less open to receiving it from anyone. So relationship's kind of important. It's significant there. That's why doing it within families is really important. Uh, so the, the next step is to bless their calling and purpose. So I bless you to thrive as a... Uh, you may want to tell someone where you want blessing. There's a list of a few things there. Uh, so I'm going to give you five minutes or a few minutes to have a go at that. Hopefully it's less awkward this time. Get over yourself. So hopefully you've had a a little bit of a crack at that. Uh, Does anyone want to share how they experience that themselves? Yes. So so, so those moments of blessing uh, shouldn't be uh, fake. They should be real moments of, of connection where you highlight what's special about someone to them. And when someone tells you what's special about you, and the more specific you are, uh, the more significant it can be, uh, people are are filled with strength. And we live in a really insecure world, and the teenagers, uh, particularly growing up at this time, are, are so insecure. And blessing... Speaking words of blessing is part of the solution to that. So, as, as a priest, some people sometimes people will come up to me and say, uh, "Oh, Father, can you say a blessing for me?" Or, "Father, can you bless my house?" And I, I want you to recognise that 
you have that power as well. That you are set aside by God as someone called and chosen by him as a holy people, a, a royal priesthood, to speak blessings over people's businesses, over people's property, over your property, over your hotel room when you go on holidays, over your car, over your work, over your friends, over your family, over your children. God has called us to be people that speak words of blessing now and not just when the person isn't around to hear it. So let me encourage you, uh, never regret that you didn't say something. If you ever think of something when you're with someone, and often we'll think, ah, that person did it really well, and we'll just think it and we won't say it. Let, Let me encourage you, when you have that thought, does no harm in sharing it. And, and, so, so, and then this part will feel awkward where you say to them, I, I, I just want to bless you as a musician. That will feel awkward because it's not part of your language. But you know what? If you keep doing it, it will become part of your language and it will no longer feel awkward after a while. Uh, so let me encourage you, embrace the awkward and speak blessing. Uh, We're going to finish uh, this morning by speaking God's blessing over each other. This is an Anglican blessing that uh, we speak regularly, we use at the end of our parish council meeting. Uh, I want to give you a new tip for how we do this blessing. When we do it, uh, we are speaking it to everyone else. Uh, What that means is look the other people in the eyes, speak it. Uh, like you mean it to their to their hearts, so a lot, a lot of people feel awkward and like need to look down or or whatever. Look people in the eyes and say the the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Rather than doing that as a all together, uh, what I want you to do is uh, practice doing it with the, with the people that you're around, take it in turns of speaking it over each other, or you can do it at the same time if, you, if you're comfortable enough doing it, looking in the eyes as you do it. So maybe take 30 seconds to remember it, the, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. And now turn and look at the person, and I will say it, and you can say it with me. Uh, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.